0: my story included, it showcases a struggle and a triumph, right? And it kind of keeps happening, right? There's always going to be some kind of struggle. So if you are struggling right now, if you have lack of confidence and your ability to be a coach, maybe you put something out and it didn't go how you wanted. It's just part of your story and your journey. It, it's not over. It's not finished. It's just getting started. I think that all the time, like there's so many things I want to do. And I'm at the very beginning, even though I've been doing this for, I don't even know how long, like... Hi friend, welcome to another episode of Why Can't I? The Coach & Grow Co. podcast. I'm Sarah Hegstrom, CEO of The Coach & Grow Co., where we build healthy health coaching businesses and healthy profits online. And my goal for this show is to bring you episodes that have you asking the very important question. One I've been asking myself from a young age, why can't I? Followed by a little bit of watch me. All right, let's dive in. Today, we are talking about how I overcame my biggest struggle when starting my business, when I started out as a brand new health coach. And this topic was suggested in our free Facebook group, which thank you guys so much for suggesting podcast topics. I always want to create content that is valuable for you. If you're not inside, you are missing out on free business growth trainings. We do these in the Facebook group almost every week and they are not anywhere else. So you'll definitely want to check these out. If you search in Facebook Coach and Growth Collective, you will find the group. And so super excited for this question because it brought up a lot of things for me. And I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be a really valuable episode for other health coaches. So I'm really glad that this was asked. So thank you for participating. And before we dive into what this was for me and how I overcame it, I want to share what is inspiring me at the moment and today what is on my mind is books. I'm reading two books that I cannot stop talking about that you will have to look up if you haven't heard of them. One I'm pretty sure you probably have. It is called The Untethered Soul. It is so powerful and so great. The one concept that I am really playing with right now and being curious about and being gentle with myself about is keeping your heart open instead of your heart closed. When something goes wrong, when somebody says something rude to you, when somebody cuts you off, closing off your heart and kind of like shutting down and pulling away. Maybe you don't struggle with this, but this is definitely something that in the past I've tended to do. And so I'm really playing with, hey, how can I keep my heart open? So that is one of the books. It's great. I highly recommend it. I am, I think my Kindle said 60% through. I think I'm actually 60% through on both of these books, which is interesting. And the other book is going to be called The Five Personality Books patterns. And it is really powerful. It talks about the five different personality patterns that we can fall into when we're feeling overwhelmed. And these, the reason that we fall into certain ones is based upon our childhood and unmet needs. So if you're interested in any of these, definitely check them out. We can talk about them on Instagram. I am currently loving them both. All right, let's dive in to my biggest struggle, Okay, I would say that there were two, two really big ones that I had to overcome to get some serious traction in my business. The first is going to be lack of confidence in being a coach. Can you relate to this? If you're not a new coach, think back. I'm sure you can. And if you are just getting started on your coaching journey, the beautiful journey, journey that I wouldn't trade in for anything. It's been so fun and has taught me so much. And I just love being a coach. I love helping people. I love doing work that I love. Love, 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 love. You get the point. But this is really common. As everyone who is starting out as a new coach has never done this before, right? That's why it's called a new coach. You've never done it before. So you're going to have a lot of fears and a lot of, am I cut out to do this? Now, I will say every once in a while, I run into somebody who Was a therapist first. So it's a little bit easier for them, right? But still, there's some imposter syndrome that comes up, right? For the most part, anybody starting a coaching business, it's like, oh, can I do this? Am I cut out for this? And so there's this lack of confidence in that. No matter how confident you are in other parts and other jobs you've had, this is something new before. And so that is something that I had to overcome. And if you are in the same boat, how you overcome this is you, first of all, need encouraging people around you so much at the beginning. You need hype people, okay? You do not need people criticizing you at the beginning. When you are lacking your confidence and your ability to be a coach, you do not need people around you who are Notoriously hard on you. That can come later when you're trying to improve. At the beginning, you're trying to get started. You're trying to get your footing, right? You're trying to get your foundation and you need solid foundation. You don't need shaky foundation. So I would say at the very beginning, encouraging people, podcasts. This one's great. Hello, glad you're here. Books, right? Like I was saying, like books that are are great for confidence and motivation, like those are going to be crucial. Because as a new coach, you're nervous. You want to do a good job. And so you need that positivity. And that's what I did, right? At the beginning, how I really overcame this was I flooded my brain, right? My environment with positivity. And that looked like affirmations everywhere. I still have affirmations everywhere, but at the beginning, I had even more. You guys, you open the door, there's an affirmation. You go into the kitchen, there's an affirmation. Living room, affirmation. Bedroom, what do you think? Affirmation everywhere. Also, I was listening to podcasts all the time that were like how other entrepreneurs did it, which is why I created Coach Grow Flow, right? The series on my podcast. You can also watch the interviews on our website. So if you go to thecoachinggrow.co and you go to the more and you see interviews, you'll see interviews of other health coaches sharing how they were able to build their business. That's why I share testimonials is because I want you to see other people doing it. I think that when we notice and we pay attention to other people doing what we want to do, Sometimes our mind can say, oh, she's doing it. So that means I can't do it. But I think bigger and studies have shown that when we see somebody do something, it opens up the ability, the possibility in our mind that we can do that too, that other people can do that too. And so that's why it's so important. And that's why I really consumed at the beginning, a lot of people achieving their dreams and their goals. And every single story, my story included, it showcases a struggle and a triumph, right? And it, kind of keeps happening, right? There's always going to be some kind of stroke. So if you are struggling right now, if you have lack of confidence and your ability to be a coach, maybe you put something out and it didn't go how you wanted. It's just part of your story and your journey. It's not over. It's not finished. It's just getting started. I think that all the time, like there's so many things I want to do. And I'm at the very beginning, even though I've been doing this for, I don't even know how long, like eight or nine years, like just the beginning, right? So really how I overcame that lack of confidence in being a coach was flooding myself with the positivity from books and affirmations and people, right? I removed myself from people who I felt were a little bit critical in the past. I created some separation and I started surrounding myself with new people. doesn't mean that you're going to cut them off forever, but you know people in your life who make you feel like you're not doing a good enough job. You don't need that when you're starting something new. You need people who are like, you're the best person in the world. Like Get after it, especially if you have a lack of confidence. I'm not talking about people who are already a little bit arrogant. You know what I mean? You guys know who I'm talking about. So that is going to be Really, really big for that, how I did it. And another way that I did it is I worked with a coach who pushed me to get experience before I felt ready, right? She's like, go live. Get yourself out there, start showing up, share what you have to say. Like, your message is important. Like, do it scared, get going, right? Because I truly believe experience is the ultimate confidence booster. As soon as you do something that you thought you couldn't do and you do it, you're like, holy shit, I could do that. Like, I feel so good. Why was I so afraid? This is awesome, right? It's like this instant high. If you are feeling like I don't know if I can do this, I don't know if I can be a coach, like start coaching people, start helping people, and that will turn that narrative around really quickly, okay? Now, if you're like I would love to start coaching people but I don't know how to do it, I'm just getting started. Go live. Go live on Facebook, on Instagram, go live on both of them on the same day and teach for free. Right? That's a great way to do it. Go live and teach on a subject that you want to be known for. I feel like Social media gets a bad rap, and I get it. It can be addicting. You can fall into comparison. Like, we're on our phones so much. But at the same time, it allows for everybody to create the content that they want to create. Like, there's really no excuse. And if you're like, oh, it's not working for me, I don't know. Like, are you going live and teaching? You know, are you getting that experience and that practice? And again, at the beginning, it's tough and it's rough and it's uncomfortable, but that is how you improve. And I kind of think, you know, at the beginning, like play with things and try things because you don't have this huge audience at the beginning. And so it's not like you're trying something in front of so many people, like you're trying something in front of a smaller audience. So it's a great time to test things out and find your voice and practice and mess up and make mistakes. So that's one way you could do it. You could also invite people, if you wanted it a little bit more private, invite people to a coaching workshop. I used to do this all the time. I would invite people in my Facebook group or people who followed me on Instagram. I would DM people that like liked my posts and I would invite them to a Zoom group coaching workshop for free. And I would practice coaching them and I would ask them questions, right? And what that did was it allowed me to connect with them. So then when I did have a program for sale, they were the ones who joined first. And it allowed me to see like, how am I doing? Like, what is working and what isn't working? What are some of the things that I'm going to have to work through? And that really helped me increase my confidence as a coach. And then the last thing that I'll say for this one is, launch your program before you're ready. I can't tell you how many coaches hold on to their program and they wait, 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 and they're just trying to make it perfect. And if you already have self-doubt, I know it might seem counterintuitive, but you actually want to launch sooner so you can cross that off the list and you can start working with people. And so you can tweak and refine your program so it's even better. Programs get better not from spending time thinking about them and working on them behind the scenes. Programs get better from having students go through them and you getting feedback. Every time I launch a program, it's better than the last. That is like my standard. I want to know what worked, what didn't work. I do surveys. I get feedback. I want to make it the best program possible. And if you're growing and you're putting that into your program, your program is going to grow and it's going to get better each time as well. So launch your program before you feel ready. Okay, so that was just one. I couldn't decide. I know the title was how I overcame the biggest role, but really there's two. I couldn't not have both of them. Both of them were like, These are the two things. So the second issue that I really had was reaching the right people. And I know that this is something that a lot of the coaches in my community struggle with because they reach out to me all the time like, hey, I'm just having a hard time getting in front of the right people. I'm reaching other health coaches. Business coaches keep blowing me up in the DMs like, how do I reach people who are actually struggling with their health and want to invest, right? And I get it because that was me. I would either reach no one, crickets, hello, is this thing on? Is anybody paying attention? Or it would be people who I swear were just bored on Facebook. They did not have an interest in actually getting healthy. And everything's a learning experience because now I'm very good at telling like, is this person just kind of wasting my time in a way? Thinking that, I'm just on Facebook for fun. I'm usually not on Facebook for fun. Like it's very rare. I would say probably 5% of the time I'm on Facebook for fun and 95% of the time I'm on Facebook for business. I'm working, right? And so I think sometimes you find the people who are just on Facebook hanging out and just have questions and they're not really serious about the result that you can offer people, right? and the program that you offer. So being able to tell the difference between those types of people is actually a really powerful trait to have. So yeah, that was a huge issue for me. Like, how the heck do I reach people who actually want to get healthy? My niche was plant-based. How do I reach these people who want to go plant-based? And what I did was I learned that I actually didn't have a niche, right? Because before... I was plant-based, but I was afraid to share that my program was plant-based. And I was afraid to say that I work with people who want to go plant-based. And the crazy thing is, the thing that is kind of counterintuitive is once you start narrowing down who you serve, people want it more. As soon as I said I work with people who are plant-based, people who weren't plant-based would reach out and be like, I really want to do your program, but I'm not willing to go 100% plant-based. And I was like, that's okay, but I'm not going to tell you to eat fish. Like, I can't tell you how to cook meat. I literally have no clue how to do that. And it wasn't because I was plant-based my whole life. It was actually because I didn't actually start cooking until I went plant-based. So I didn't know how to cook the things that I used to eat before. And so it's funny how when you do narrow down, your confidence comes through And the content that you're sharing is more specific. And so it actually draws in more people, not less people. And that was a really hard thing for me to understand. That was really hard for me to understand. So once I realized I didn't have a niche and niching down would actually do me more good, then I focused on getting visible. So like I said before, I went live, I was going live multiple times a week. I would go live on Facebook. I would go live on Instagram. I would go live in Facebook groups where my ideal clients hung out in. This still works, you guys. You can still do this. And I pretty much showed up seven days a week and I focused on really specific content. Content, not just like what I was eating. It was like This is a plant-based smoothie for weight loss, right? These are the top five things I would do if I was trying to lose that 30 pounds again. You know, these are the foods that I include on a plant-based diet. Like, it was all very niche specific. I wouldn't steer away from my niche because I wanted every single post that I did to reach the people who had the problem that I solved with my program. What I see a lot of coaches do, I see this so much, and I want you to be really honest with if you're doing this, is... A lot of coaches have this mentality of, if this post takes off, if this Instagram post does well, if I can show up one time and people are interested, then I'll give it more energy and attention. However, in order for your business to take off, you have to give it energy and attention now. You can't wait for it to work. You have to work it now. You have to be fully committed. So if you have that mentality of like, well, I showed up and it didn't work, so I'm not going to give it more energy. Maybe when I have some more energy, I'll give it more energy. It can't work like that. It doesn't work like that. As soon as you're like, I'm going to work this and I'm going to keep showing up, then you start getting the traction that you want, that you desire. So my friend, that is how I did it. It's not easy to start something from scratch. And I think if you have that mentality of like, I'm building a business that is going to fulfill me and my lifestyle, and it's going to be something I'm really proud of, then you're going to stick with it. You're going to get traction. Think of this as a fun project that's going to blossom In perfect timing and bring you so much joy. It's going to bring you so much freedom. And it's probably going to be one of the things that you're most proud of, one of the things that you've done in your life that you are really proud of and brings a smile to your face every time you think about it. So that is what I struggled with when I was first starting my business. I hope that this was helpful. And if it was, please leave a review on iTunes. Let me know your biggest takeaway, what you liked about the show, or you can do a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. I'm sending you lots of love. Just know whatever you're struggling with, there is a solution. There is an answer. You can overcome it. Be gentle with yourself as you figure that out because starting something, right, out of nothing, building something from the ground up takes a lot of courage, takes a lot of hard work. But in the end, I do think that it pays off. All right, until next time, bye, friend.